0: Boston Celtics lose to the Orlando Magic again. They shouldn't have. They could have won. But we're going to give credit where credit is due, and we're going to move on to Miami real quick right now on the Locked On Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can. Locked on, number 18, Tatum and Brown J-team. Step back, we gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with Delario B. Corral above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep John on replay. Primetime, dappin' up the truth on the sideline. Raining Jays, how I started, raising banners. How we finish? Locked on, Celtics pod. Home of the winners, B. Hey, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network where it's your team every day and I'm here for you every day with a free fresh podcast dropped directly to your device if you are a subscriber. So make sure you are subscribed wherever you get your podcasts also on YouTube, maybe even especially on YouTube because you can get to see all the lovely new places that I am sometimes. Uh, Also really the most important reason is to join that growing Celtics community in the comment section, you want a place to all congregate, it's all right here on the Locked On Celtics YouTube page. I'm John Corrales, former professional basketball player. Now I cover the Celtics for Boston Sports Journal, and today I'm coming to you after the Boston Celtics lose to the Orlando Magic again, losing the season series to the Orlando Magic. They lost this one 113-98. to 98. They had their chances, but they couldn't take advantage. Now, no Marcus Smart. No Robert Williams, no Malcolm Brogdon. Tough w- when you're down two starters and a potential six-man of the year candidate, that's gonna be a problem, no matter what, no matter how many other guys you have, even if you have Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, still a full team uh game. And the Celtics uh in in a in a nutshell didn't get enough help. They Jason Tatum dropped 26, Jalen Brown dropped dropped 26, so he combined for 52. They scored 48, so uh, basically uh, they scored 98. So basically uh, that's 46 points from everybody else that was not the Jays. Just not going to be enough to win many games in in the NBA. Meanwhile, the Orlando Magic, they had a a great, just a great all-around performance, I think. I thought they played really, really well. So I'll go through the game here in the first segment the second segment, let's just give Orlando the due that they are, that, that they deserve. And then later on, how the Celtics have moved on from this loss already. But before I even started writing my piece on Boston Sports Journal, well before I started recording this podcast, they were done. They were moved on next game. Uh, and and I think actually in this case, it's okay. I'll talk about that in uh, just a couple of minutes. First, today's show is brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On, make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. Uh, excited to have FanDuel on board with the podcast and with the network. So let's start with the basics here. The Celtics lose to the Magic. They've lost the season series to the Magic. The Magic present a tough, a tough matchup. But... The Celtics also came out flat. Let's just be real here. They, they came out flat. They got down uh, 11-3 to start the game. Um, and, and in typical fashion, right? You come out a little flat. You, you get Orlando uh, out there and running. Then you give them confidence. It's the same formula for this team when you see them play against a a, a a lesser opponent. I don't want to say a bad opponent because even though Orlando has a bad record, I still think that they're a good, a good team that doesn't know how to win. Again, now I'll talk about that more in the second segment. I don't want to get too much into the... I don't want to take away from what I'm talking about later. The Celtics had their opportunities, but they came out a little slow, and when you give Orlando the opportunity to run and get putbacks and you know, run off your misses, run off your your turnovers. That that's going to lead to some problems. You're going to have to come back. You're going to have to climb out of a bunch of holes. The big number here was points in the paint, and and I I highlighted this on my game report on Boston Sports Show. Uh, Orlando in the first 16 minutes of the game, 30 to eight advantage in points in the paint. Over the final eight minutes of the first half, Boston outscored Orlando 14 nothing in points in the paint. And that's when they they actually took a lead, and it was a one-point game at halftime. Why did Orlando score so many points in the paint? Not only just bad defense, but they were getting out into transition. They were getting a bunch of fast break points. And that's, that's the recipe for disaster. Once the Celtics in the first half started to force Orlando to execute in the half court, Orlando is just not a good half court team. For all of the nice things I'm about to say about the Orlando Magic, they're not a good half-court team yet, and and that's part of why they have such a bad record. And and that's something that you learn. That's something that comes over time. But they were able to get out and run. Cole Anthony was super super aggressive, and and he made a difference. When the Celtics were winning that points in the paint battle, they were winning that portion of the game. When they weren't, they were losing that portion of the game. The the Celtics. Ultimately took 46 three pointers and 43 two pointers. I don't like that mix. I don't like that breakdown unless they're they're out there and they're they're shooting like super hot from three, which they weren't. They were 18 of 46, which is 39%, which is good, but it's not like the the early season 46% from three that the Celtics were shooting or 45. Like they weren't so hot from three that it was justified for them to take that many three pointers but they kept they kept putting them up there and and I think it's just a little bit a little bit too much from from the Celtics uh third quarter Jason Tatum goes I don't know goes to the locker room with some sort of abdominal issue says it was more like a cramp he he you know commits a foul to to purposefully go into the locker room and that Seemed scary, but then afterwards he was like, yeah, no, it was kind of a cramp. I don't know what that means. I think we can infer that it was no big deal. And maybe he just had to use the bathroom for all we know. Something was going on and he just said, okay, that it wasn't a rib injury. It's nothing else. He came back, but in the time that he was gone, the Celtics went down, uh, Orlando went on a 20 to five run once he comes back, the Celtics get, get it to a two point game and then they go cold for four minutes in the fourth quarter. And it's, it's the same old formula. It's the same formula for these guys. Too many turnovers leads to too many, too many points uh, for the other team in transition, get them into the half court They're You're okay. Uh, Tatum comes in. He can carry the offense. If Jalen Brown is playing great, which he did in the first quarter, then you, you feel pretty good. If Jalen Brown's turning the ball over a ton, which he did in the third quarter, in that 20 to five Orlando stretch, then you, you feel like this could be a problem. And and that's kind of where things got away from them. And then the fourth quarter, by the time you get to that point, it's Orlando has confidence. And if you start smoking bunnies and not and missing layups and, and missing shots that you're normally going to make, they use that confidence. They go out and, and run and you're just, it's, it's not going to work. Celtics lose. And that's, that's that. Uh, good performance, I think, from Tatum, generally speaking. 26 points, seven assists, assists six rebounds. Jalen Brown in the first half was awesome. Jalen Brown in the second half was terrible. That's that's basically the dichotomy of his game. Uh, Derek White was pretty good in this game. Sam Hauser was really good in this game. Hey, look, if if this is how you had to get Sam Hauser back on track, if you were to say to me before the game, all right, you're going to have to trade a loss to Orlando, but the opportunity that Hauser is going to get is going to get him back on track. Three of six from three, 13 points, the only guy in double digits off the bench. Then, yeah, sign me up because I'd rather have the Celtics lose this game and have Hauser get some confidence. And then once you're back to full strength, maybe you can get Sam Hauser in the productive Sam Hauser back. Peyton Pritchard had a really good stretch, even though he only had five points and four assists in 30 31 minutes, I thought there was a stretch there where he was really, really a catalyst for, for the Celtics uh, in, in pushing the pace. Uh, on the on the other side, Luke Cornett was not good in this one. He was so bad that they had to go to Fiondo Cabangeli, who, you know, for all of the stuff that we love to see in summer league, I think it's proven that in the NBA, he's 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 got a lot to learn about playing in the NBA. Grant Williams what can you say you know 4 points on 3 shots on a night where there was no smart no brogdon no rob you needed you needed somebody to score and Grant Williams is supposed to be the guy that's going to go out there and score for him to only take 3 shots that's not good enough you got you got to be a little bit more aggressive than that um he's good enough to to pick up some of that slack and he didn't the Celtics needed more off the bench and he didn't give it to them Let's give Miami. um, not Miami. We're already moved on to Miami. That's the next segment. Where we're, uh, we're going to move on to. Let's give uh, the Orlando Magic some credit, and we'll do that when we come back in just a minute. First, today's show is brought to you by FanDuel. We're very excited to have FanDuel as our new sports betting par- uh, partner here on Locked On because they're the number one sports book in America. FanDuel, if you're new to them, uh, that's fine. That's even better, actually, because they have so many great features that it makes betting on sports fun and easy. Obviously, it's the NFL playoffs, but we're talking basketball here. And hey, if you're a new customer, new to FanDuel, join today. Get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up at FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads, the player props. Plus, if you can, uh, you, if you want to combine your bets, you can do so for a chance at an even bigger payout with a same game parlay. Now, the Celtics are, uh, heading over into Miami. And if we look at, uh, the Celtics against the Heat, Miami's opening up as favorites, one and a half point favorites. And I think that's because of the, uh, injuries situation. We'll see how that line moves. Uh, I like the Celtics. I don't think they they are uh, going to lose on a back-to-back. They're really great on back-to-backs. So uh, right now, I like that opening line for the Celtics. Uh, all of this is on an app that's super safe, secure, and very extraordinarily easy to use. So don't miss out. You can place your fi- first $5 bet to get $150 in free bets. Win or lose at fanduel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with Fanduel, the official sportswear partner of the NFL. Thanks for making Locked On Celtics your first listen every day. Let's make Locked On Game to Game your second listen every day. I sat here in front of this camera and I recorded a couple of minutes on my take of the game. Each side of each game does the same thing. So when you want to get caught up on the night in the NBA, Locked On Game to Game is going to give you both sides of the story. Great perspective. You're gonna you're gonna really get a good feel for how the night went in the league. So check it out. It's on the Locked On NBA feed. So you want to listen to Locked On NBA? Listen to Locked On game to game. It's both on the same feed. Also on YouTube. Let's give the Orlando Magic some credit. The Celtics are now three and one, uh, one and three against the Magic. The Magic have won the season series, and I think. You you can say, hey, circumstances have favored Orlando. Uh, in two of those wins, one was the first game back off a long road trip. That's, that's typically a tough game, and it was a tough game for the Celtics. They lost that one at home. This one, Celtics were missing two starters and a six-man-of-the-year candidate, and that is not easy to overcome no matter who you are. If you're down in the NBA, if you're down three key players, that's a hard game to win. So it's okay. I'm really not. If you haven't picked up on it by now, this is not a game that I'm I'm really worried about. Uh, they lost. They could have won. You can say they should have won. And, and maybe these games pile up uh, at the end of the year. But I personally believe that it all evens out. So. But whatever, the circumstances are what they are. You still have to play the team that's in front of you. And Orlando played the team that was in front of them, the Boston Celtics, and each time came up with big performances. Paolo Bancaro or Benchero, uh, there's I got to figure out what's the first, uh, the appropriate name uh, pronunciation. 23 points, five rebounds, a couple of assists. He shot 50, almost 54%. Three of five from three, which has been a weak spot, but he did a few in this one, uh, a nice performance from the rookie, uh, probably the rookie of the year. I think that's a pretty safe bet. Uh, he is a beast. That's, uh, that's going to be somebody that they can rely on. Wendell Carter Jr. had a really good game, 21 points and 11 rebounds. Franz Wagner, I think is, is a really good player. He's a guy that is, is kind of stepping into uh, himself and, and 15.7 rebounds, six assists for him in this game. He's going to be a guy that they can rely on long-term. Markel Fultz is figuring himself out. They got Jonathan Isaac back, and I thought Jonathan Isaac was actually going to kind of mess this up for Orlando, and it was really the opposite. I thought he was going to have uh, a negative impact in his first game back, being too hyped and, and probably making a ton of mistakes and committing a ton of fouls. You know what? Ten points in nine, nine and a half minutes, four of seven shooting, two of three from three. He was, he was just kind of, he gave them a really good stint. Cole Anthony was super aggressive. He played great. And, you know, 18 points off the bench for him, eight of 12. He only took one three pointer. This was a defensive mistake for the Celtics. They, they kind of gave him paths to the rim and he took them. And he's capable of doing that. This is a team, the Orlando Magic, that has pieces. And I don't know what they're going to do in the offseason and how they're going to approach the trade deadline. There's certainly an opportunity to perhaps maybe consolidate some talents and get some veterans in there. Maybe that's something that you do in the offseason. But I'm giving them this segment for a reason, not just because they beat the Celtics a few times and you say, hey, you know what? let's tip a cap to them. This is going to be a problem. This is a team that's going to be a problem for the Celtics moving forward. And if they can figure out how to play in the half court, and if they can get a little bit of a a veteran presence, they get the right veteran in there. This is a team that the Celtics are going to have to worry about for the foreseeable future. The Eastern conference is going to be tough. Moving forward, not only do you have Giannis Tentacumpo in Milwaukee that you have to worry about and probably the primary threat, not only do you have the Philadelphia 76ers making their big run and they're only about four games behind the Celtics. Uh, And Joel Bede is a perennial MVP candidate. James Harden is an MVP candidate uh, or, or, or was and still has a, certainly a high level of ability and is probably going to be an all-star uh, this year. So you have to worry about those teams. You got Cleveland up and coming and with Donovan Mitchell, and, and if he sticks around there for a while, that's going to be a problem. They've got good young talent. Who knows what even the, the Toronto Raptors are going to be if they can do a quick retool. There's a lot of talent there in the Eastern Conference, and now here comes Orlando with really good talent, and and they're still not good enough to uh win as often as they probably could and maybe as often as they should. But once they you know they add whoever they're gonna add in the draft and if they get lucky then they they can add Wembenyama or Scoot Henderson and and hey look if you get scoot and you can move Markel Fultz to a backup role that's gonna be really good. And and maybe it sets them back a little bit because he'll be a rookie point guard and that and, and that tends to struggle in the NBA, but they've got talent up and down the board and next year or the year after, or the year after that, Orlando is going to be a really, really, really tough out. I came into the season saying Orlando is going to be a tough out. They were my tough out team coming into this year because I thought Ben Carroll and I thought Wagner are going to be two guys that are going to be really, really tough to deal with. And that's what, that's what is has proven to be true, especially for the Celtics. These guys have size, they have length, they have athletic ability. They just struggle to execute in the half court. And in most games, they struggle to execute down the stretch and they have trouble closing things out. But when everything's working for them, they are a dangerous team. So let's just give the Orlando Magic the credit. Yes, the Celtics played poorly. Yes, or uh, Jalen Brown made the same old turnovers yes the celtics relied too much on three pointers and not attacking they sure, surely should have attacked a, a lot more um they made the same old mistakes that they make in these types of losses that the celtics could have won this game and they absolutely should have won this game but when you come out a little flat and when you're shorthanded and you make some of these mistakes is the other team good enough to make you pay? Yes, the Orlando Magic are good enough to make the Celtics pay, and they did. So so I think it's it's worth giving them their nod, and now the Celtics are moving on. And let me tell you something. The Celtics were very quick to move on after this game. I'm going to talk about that in just a minute. Boston Celtics, as I speak, are probably in the air heading to Miami or maybe already landed in Miami at this point Uh, because they got out of there fast in Orlando, and uh, they're getting ready to play the Miami Heat, who are going to be another tough battle. Miami is a a tough opponent, obviously, and I think that's part of why the Celtics very clearly, very obviously moved on very quickly from this game. And you can kind of tell, after you're around this team for a while, you can kind of tell people's tendencies. Uh, They know that they're playing Miami who is currently the sixth seed and a team that I I failed to mention when I was talking about the the future uh, in in the East. They're certainly a problem. Brooklyn is certainly a problem. Um, But when I say the Celtics moved on quickly after this game, you can see it in how they were talking. You can tell. I know that when Jason Tatum is up at the podium, and he's just kind of done with what he's saying he he tends to deli- he he tends to like take a breath in the middle of a sentence one of my favorite things that Tatum does he he stops talking in the middle of a sentence, takes a deep breath and then is like, oh, I gotta finish this sentence he t- he's like done with the conversation's like, yeah, we gotta you know, cut down on the turnovers and you know, something that's been bothering us. And he's like, okay, yeah, I get it. I get it, Tatum. It's too much for you to finish this canned answer. Let's just move on. So I know when Tatum is done talking, he's doing stuff like that. Jalen Brown, when he's if he's like legitimately upset by a loss, he goes, he talks slower. He's pissed. He's brooding. Um, And in this one, he wasn't. He comes out and he's talking is very matter of fact. And, uh, when he's, when he's legitimately pissed, when I'm, when a loss is really eating at him, everything is slower when he's talking, everything is, uh, much more deliberate in his delivery. Like the words, the thoughts are heavier and it takes him longer to get them out. And he thinks about them a lot more. This is so matter of fact, he's like, yep. You know, yeah. Turn, turn the ball over too much. That's on me. Um, very matter of fact, and it's 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 not dismissive in any way, but he's just like, Yep, this is what happened. This is what I th- this is what we did, my fault. Hand up, that's me, and you move on. And and that's that type of stuff is what tells me how quickly this team has said, all right, congratulations, Orlando. You got us, we're done. We're not, we're done with you guys this season. You got you're, you're the only team to beat us uh, in a series, and that's it. Last year was the Detroit Pistons. Um, that's going to happen every every year. Good team's going to have a, a team that's kind of like lesser that has their number. The Celtics very quickly turned the page in this one. Why does that matter? Because, well, first of all, I, I think it's important to do that because you got a back to back against Miami. And if, if you're not careful, you you can dwell on some of the things, and those mistakes can kind of compound themselves. But also, this is the same story. It's the same story in this game as everything else. This isn't like the OKC game, which I keep harping on. OKC game, that, that loss in OKC, to me, is such an important thing. We just did the podcast with Tom Westerholm, talking about how that was a turning point in the season. That is an important loss. That's a, that's a game changing loss. That's one where everybody takes it to heart uh, because of the nature of it. And you think, and you, you really process that a certain way. This is like, yep, this is, this is the dog getting too close to the end of the electric fence and getting a little zap. You're like, "Oh, Oh, that's right. That's right. Can't, can't be too nonchalant with the ball. Can't be, can't, can't do that. Can't, Settle for three pointers. Yep, you're right. We gotta get we gotta get to the rim. Get a little too close to that electric fence. Zap. All right, yep. Get a little reminder, and now you know where to go. That's what I think that this loss is for the Celtics. And and, and I don't think it's important to, to dwell on these things. Not every loss is some big uh referendum on the team. Not every loss is some big uh you know lesson to be learned. It's a little reminder. And yeah, you don't want to see some guys making the same mistakes, but I think also if this, if somehow Orlando got into the playoffs, which I doubt, but they're four games away from the 10th seed and that gets you into the play-in. And if you have a good run, you can get to the eighth seed and it could be, it's not out of the question that it could be Celtics and magic in, in the first round of the playoffs. Again, highly unlikely, but I'll tell you what even after everything I've seen after all of this, if it's Celtics and magic in the playoffs, Celtics are sweeping that series and they know it. And I think they, they, they feel confident in that. And I think Orlando probably knows it too. They've got a ton of confidence, but I think the players probably don't, but I think the coaching staff would be like, Oh crap, this is going to be tough because now you've got game planning And now you've got the motivation of, oh, it's the playoffs. And this means a lot more than January 23rd in Orlando. This would be, you know, first round of the playoffs in Boston. You're not losing that game. This isn't the same thing. This isn't the same execution. Uh, And I think the Celtics are are very well aware of that. So, hey, that's fine. I'm okay with it. I don't come out of this loss with anything but, well, that was tough that sucked probably shouldn't have done some of the things that they did um would have would have been better if they didn't go scoreless for a four four minute and five second stretch down the fourth quarter where hey you gave up you you start smoking bunnies and you gave them a ton of confidence and they closed it out shouldn't do that but I am so I'm already over this loss myself I'm I'm done with it tough one they just won nine in a row and there, on you take the lessons from this, you apply it, you move on to the next one. The next one is Miami. I'm here in Miami. I will be at that game, so we'll see. Very easy to apply these lessons. Get up for this game and and kind of show Miami, uh, show everybody like, okay, ooh, yeah, that that was a little blip. We're we're on to the we're on to the real basketball now. I will be at the formerly FTX Arena, now the Miami Dade Arena. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, hopefully podcasting from the floor. So that'll be fun. If you want to subscribe to the podcast and get that podcast, I will be there. Uh, and, and kind of hopefully recapping a, a win in that one. So I'm moving on. You're moving on. Uh, you're also subscribing to the podcast. I hope subscribe wherever you get your podcast, whatever app you want to use. You want to watch it on YouTube. want to see me at the arena tomorrow. That would be fun too. So please do that. Hop in the comments, join the rest of your fellow Celtics fans and let them know what you think. Let me know what you think. Tell me maybe I'm being too casual about this loss, a little too cavalier about this loss. Uh, I don't think so, but maybe you disagree. So do that and share the podcast. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell everybody they should be listening to and watching. The Lockdown Celtics podcast right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.